Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Just a thought, just a thought. That's my opinion. It's just a thought, just a thought. Get out your What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Sheree Nicole. Welcome to another episode of Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole. And I got to tell you, this might be one of my most exciting interviews. I'm saying it up front. I think this gentleman is quite hilarious. His name is Nick Banks. He's a comedian and he's a social media sensation. He's doing some amazing things on Instagram, Twitch, fan base. Some of you may not like it or not. We're going to talk all about it. Nick! What's going on? Thank you so much for joining me on Just a Thought today. Hey, Sheree, thank you so much for having me on here. I, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for what, you, what you're trying to talk about. Well, it's my pleasure. Um, I, I think you're absolutely hilarious. And before we Thanks. hit the record button, I was, I was sharing with you a little bit about me and my, me and my brother in love. We, uh, we crack up at you every week. It's almost like we sit and wait for the alerts to come from your page so we can <laughs> share them. <laughs> And laugh real hard. Um, but, you know, I want to, before we get into all the amazing things you are doing, Nick, I want to just kind of get into the beginning with you. And, you know, I often ask comedians this question. When did you know you were funny? And not, oh, somebody laughed at my jokes. Because I think there's a difference between, oh, people re- are responding to me. And, oh, I'm responding to myself. I'm hilarious. So for you, when did that moment happen for you? Oh, man. You know, that is a tough question because I've always just... um I had a cousin growing up who we thought was just like, just so funny. And I always wanted him to be around. His name is Adrian. And um, anytime we had like any type of holiday get togethers, we was always looking for Adrian to come through to pull up. You feel me? Because he was going to bring that next level of just talking about everybody and just making it just a fun experience. So I would say I noticed that I was funny when I became that person. Like mm. any family get together, they hit me up. Like, hey, where you at? We're waiting on you to get here. This, that, and the third. So once that transition happened, I was like, okay, I'm funny. And it's a difference between being funny, like with your family. Yeah. But it was just like all around, I was always demanded amongst my friends or whatever the case is. Like, hey, we want Nick to be here because we know he's just going to bring a whole nother element and it's just going to be funny. So that was, that was that. And as far as how I got started, um, I started making videos on Instagram in 2013, mm-hmm. August. And it was just, I've always just been a silly person. In high school, I, I was a part of a broadcasting class and we had to make like commercials and I always had some sense of humor in it. And then even in college, I was a comms major. And anytime I had to do a speech, mm-hmm. I'm adding humor to it. Like I just, that was just my thing. Uh, I'm an alpha. So, you know, um, with, with you also being a part of MPHC, you know, there are yeah. certain things when you're, <laughs> trying to become a member that, you know, you have to do. And I was just, there are some things, you know, and (laughs) sometimes they put you on the spot and you got to be funny. And even in that realm, like, you know, they were, they were excited to, to come help me be a part of the process because they knew that I was going to have everybody in there weak and cracking up. So 
that was that the first celeb you know i was doing it for a while the first celebrity to repost something of mine was t Bosch from tlc mm. and this was like 2014 and that's when i knew like okay i got something going here like this is this is different like this is not what i thought it was gonna be and then it just it just rolled into what we're here now so and what i find interesting too nick is in 20 in 2013 yeah instagram was around but there wasn't the level of i think passion and excitement and content creation that you had already started in you know in 2013 we're we're seeing a whole new wave now so I can only imagine when you were doing videos, pe- were there people that were looking at you like, all right, bro, um, I'm going to need you to figure out what you're going to do with your life because making videos on Instagram is not the move. Absolutely. I had a lot of people looking at me like I was crazy, especially people that knew me. People who didn't know me were just kind of like, oh, this guy's just acting crazy. And, you know, back then, this is when you couldn't, like, upload videos. This is when you mm-hmm. had 15 seconds. And so if you're doing like, uh, you know, different characters, you record yourself for three seconds, change outfits, do that person for three seconds, put the other outfit back on, do that for another one. Like it was just like you really had to put in a lot of work. And I was doing videos, maybe like one to two videos minimum a day, just Mm -hmm. trying to just create stuff. And and I was lucky I had a job, though, that like kind of allowed me to still like do that in a sense what job was this I'm just well curious. okay so you know what's so funny and i i was a college major but even after graduation i had I had to go through a temp service to get a job because i didn't have mm. the experience so i ended up getting this hr position for this company called check smart wait it's a like, minute wait a minute <laughs> hr hr they was they, that's what they needed they needed somebody who could pretty much input hiring and firing paperwork so uh i did that check smart is like a check cash and company place where you can go in there mm-hmm. with your check and they'll charge you you know 30 percent of what your check was just so you can get your money so i was doing that and um it was it was it was fun i was only making like 12 dollars an hour but i was working eight to five mm. with the weekends off they had a gym on my floor so it was like in my lunch break I could go work out and as long as you worked out they gave you like some type of like bonus incentive or something like that. But then Verizon call center came through like, Hey, look, we got an extra dollar over here. Like what you trying to do? <laughs> Unlimited overtime. I'm like, like I need that. So I, I went and did that. And, um, they just didn't care over there. I'm using the break rooms. I'm using other employees for my videos. I'm going to my car. Like it was just whatever. And then I went to be a server. So I'm a server at this uh, restaurant in Columbus, Ohio. And um, I was like, I really loved that. Like, I actually enjoy serving. I was even thinking like, it'd be dope because I'm in Atlanta now. It'd be dope if I was like a celebrity server. You know, you have celebrity like trainers. You have celebrity DJs. You ain't never been nowhere where it's like a celebrity. How does that work, Nick? So, you know, I'm gonna make it a very interpersonal, you know, situation. I come to the table and it's like, I'm giving you a live, comedy show while i'm serving you you feel me like that's like like come on i, I make parodies you know what i mean i got some bars yeah. and stuff so even if it's like i come to the table and i'm just like freestyling the menu to you or you know just whatever just putting on a small mm. show but you you just never have seen that in any aspect like oh, i'm about to go to i'm about to go to waffle house to get served by p diddy you know what i mean like you just never have heard of that so i thought that might be a good idea but you know it's still in the works so i think 
that's kind of dope. I think you should copyright it, guys. Don't cop- don't. Okay, this is a Nick's concept. I should have okay? known. People so be stealing. People God. steal all the time, but we're just gonna pray real hard that everybody has a little bit of integrity. Let you have your stuff. Let you that know. be your thing, because really, only any, nobody can do it but you. Which brings us brings some other point. I mean, I love the way you integrate music into you. what you do, and um, I want to ask you: Did you ever have? Is there anybody in your life, any family that was really attached to music in some way? Did you were you always like into music, or was this something that just kind of evolved as your comedy evolved? Uh, it was something that just kind of evolved in a sense. I mean, I did watch a lot of Weird Al Yankovic growing up. Um, you know, he had the, the Michael Jackson parody with Bad, where he turned it into Fat. Um, and and me and my brother, we used to always, like, just make parodies or just, like, freestyle over beats, not even really knowing, like, what it was. But it was just something that I've been, I've been doing that, just changing words of songs since, like, nine, ten years old. You know what I mean? Like, it's just been something that... I've always done. And um, I just finally got settled in my niche because a lot of the other content I was making was like, it was okay, but it just seemed like parodies always took off. Not even if it's just like songs, I could just be doing a parody to like boys in the hood or a power parody. It was just the parodies itself was just always something that just resonated and took off. And if you had the song element to it, then it's like, wow, when I hear this song, I'm not even thinking of the original lyrics no more. I'm mm-hmm. thinking of what he done said. So it just kind of, it carries on a little more. So speaking of you've done just, <laughs> you've done, you've done just that. <laughs> you have done just that. And you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make this fair and balanced. Okay. For the people that think that the TNG movement is absolutely hilarious. That is their right. And for the people that are like, he bogus. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. You you are well within your rights. I'm going to stay in the middle. And as a journalist, I'm just going to simply ask you, what, <laughs> what what was the motivation behind Man, that song? You know what's so funny is like the motivation of these songs don't ever be anything until I hear the song. It's not like it's not like I had an experience where something happened and then I'm like, man, I need to go find a song that goes with this experience. I'll just hear the song and it just, it's a gift. It honestly is a gift. It'll just kind of slowly formulate in my head of what it should be. Like a lot of people, okay, anybody can make up a song and and instead of um, a lovely day, you could say, um, I ate some steak. You could say I tied my shoe. You can say whatever. I'm real big on like the syllable matching up and the, the ending, the ending word always rhyming with the original word. Cause it just gives that, that, wow, this ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do have, so if, okay. So the basis of the song, <laughs> it's not about them like as a, as a, a whole, it's more so about, men who decided want to live these like secret lives where like they're portraying to their woman that they're all for them but really on the other side they're doing something they're on the down low possibly on the down low you know what i mean and i you know i get it you know as to why some people want to do that but i do also understand that their movement is moving you know what i mean maybe at a rapid pace more rapid pace than you know the black movement but Mm -hmm. it's a lot more um okay and 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 comfortable now to be able to come out and be like hey 
you know, I, well, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but when I see somebody come out, I'm just like, all right, like that's what's up. You right. Know what I mean? That's that's you your know. choice. That's your that's your choice. That's, that's your lifestyle. Do your thing. That's your lifestyle. Do your thing. So, but I did have a uh, I did have a my sister was actually married to somebody who the whole family thought was you know um, homosexual, which was like fine. You know, you, you you know choose your own. But it was just a lot of things happening. We like. Now, wait a minute. Now, that don't even make sense. Like, you have to be knowledgeable of this. and You have to see it. So the inspiration slightly came from that, in a sense. But it really was just me hearing the song and just being like, a lovely day. Mm-hmm-hmm-hmm. It just went. It, I don't know. It just went. And what's so funny, though, I came out with that in 2020. Huh. Put it out on Instagram. Nothing happened, really. Maybe 70,000 views. You know, people laughed. I put it on TikTok in 2021. Went crazy. Went crazy. They 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 flagged me for it because within maybe two hours of me posting it, it had over a hundred thousand views and thousands of comments. And they flagged the video. Then a week later, uh, uh, a, a white content creator put it up. Mm. They left it up with over ten thousand remakes everything i'm like wow like that's actually crazy that they would allow it to happen and then they eventually end up muting the sound but then when i uploaded it to apple music and spotify Mm -hmm. they allowed it to then become like uh, it could circulate again so um you know it's it's like that a lot now and and a lot of a lot of content creators don't get you know credit for for their their work and i'm 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 an OG when it comes to social media content creation. Yeah. And I just, I don't really care for the credit no more. Like, it's just like, I don't, I don't do it, you know, for the following. Like, let me get some more followers. You know, I'm just trying to stay relevant in a world where the next person is always in your face. You know what I mean? So that's just my, my, my goal. And I, you know, I applaud myself on the back for being able to stay kind of relevant, consistent for, you know, damn near a decade. So yeah, you definitely need to give yourself a hug and a and a handshake <laughs> and a pat on the back and all that. And I'm and I'm gonna stay here for a minute because there's so many layers layers to this. Number one, Bill Withers, how in the world do you get clearance <laughs> to now? Now, social media, I I can kind of understand they probably flag it, they may not. But this song is now you can stream this song. People can stream, enjoy, and I would imagine from the streams you get some cheese from that. So how do you bypass the clearance issue or is that something you have to deal with? You deal with it appropriately and then you're able to, to put it you out. You just deal with it appropriately. I'm really not like, you know, people would think that like I'm making money off of monetizing the song itself, but that's not necessarily the case because if, well, I, it's this like website called TuneCore that I use mm-hmm. to be able to put songs through Apple Music, Spotify. And they'll ask you like, is this an original song or is this like a cover um, mm-hmm. parody of the song? So mm-hmm. you'll do it that way. And if I, I believe the way that it was explained to me is like they'll pretty much track where the song originated from. And I believe that that person gets majority of that, that bread. I got you. Um, but it's not where like, I'm over here just rolling in the dough off of the song. It just opens up opportunities because people are like, Hey, yo, this is funny. We want you to come here and, you know, perform or just that in the third like that's my opening song now when i go to comedy clubs and venues like i come out to that song no pun intended but 
uh, um, it's, you know, it's, it's receptive. Like people know it, they've heard it, but a lot of people don't know that that's my song still. Like they hmm. just don't know. Like if, if a million people heard that song, 10,000 people know that it's my song. Wow. I find it interesting, Nick. I mean, you, we talked about the song, you know, the video's getting flagged. Do you have, do you have people, I mean, obviously a lot of people have been receptive to the song, but do you have people that have been in your DMs like you're, you're homophobic, you're terrible, why would oh, you yeah, put a song no. out like this? I've had Instagram messages, Facebook messages. It was one time somebody hit me on email and it was like, I can't believe you came up with that song. When I see you, I'm going to beat your ass. But they ain't put the letter B on B. So I didn't know what was happening. I'm like, yo, I don't like, did you misspell it? Are you like, you know, I, I just blocked them. I just let it be what it was, but it, not, I don't get a lot of, I don't get a lot of hate. Like it's, you know, a lot of people are just, just think it's funny. And I think a lot of people understand, like even when I post something about it, people from that community are like, yo, I'm a part of the community, but like, this is funny. You know what I mean? So it's like, if they can understand, everybody should be able to understand, but some people just want to be, negative or play devil's advocate or go against the grain or just it's like you can find anything wrong with anything but it's like when are we gonna just when are we just gonna live you know and speaking of just gonna live i mean when we talk about comedy it it, it's created to toe the line that's that's what you all do as comedians but we look at the the history we even look at kevin hart who had to you know ultimately turn down an oscars because of comments that he made regarding the gay community several years ago Right. Um, so for you to decide like, yo, this is funny. I'm going to put it out. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, I feel like it takes a lot of courage to, to decide. And, and have you ever, when you put it out, were you ever, you know, leery or, or nervous about missing out on other opportunities, bigger opportunities, because you decided to move in this creative way? Um, no, I didn't think it was going to be like a problem. I honestly, I, I didn't. It, and it's actually funny because I, literally just had a conversation from somebody who works on the set of um wild and out mm-hmm. and it was pretty much like even if we wanted you on the show we couldn't have you on the show because wow. because of this this is an hr nightmare it's funny don't get us wrong but it's just controversial and it's mm-hmm. like a lot of my content deals with you know with sex or just adult related things but it's like the response that I get in the comments and stuff is like, oh, so everybody talks about this or everybody has experienced this. We just don't want to talk about it out loud. Like, mm. is sex really that deep? Because do we know that none of us would be here right now if it wasn't for sex? Like, it's yes. just, so I don't know. I had my moments where I'm like, you know what? I'm changing on my content. Mm. I'm about to just be so just just normal and and just on a straight path and i'm not gonna use any bad language or material but then i'm like that's just not me that's not authentic i don't want people to come and buy with me off of a fake persona because then it's like you're not who we thought you was you know what i mean so if i gotta develop my own thing and and, and develop my own lane or go to another platform that's appreciative of, of what i could bring to the table that's one thing us as us as black people though we we don't like doing something until everybody is doing it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I, I think, you know, not even trying to transition, but I think fan base is something that is just overall dope. 
I don't, I don't see. Did you watch the Isaac Hayes Breakfast Club interview? I watched a little bit of it. I actually had the pleasure of having him on this podcast, my first season. Oh. And uh, we had a great conversation about fan base. And I think it's important to your point about us as a community really celebrating, not only just celebrating, but supporting each other. I mean, we have the wherewithal and the resources and the bandwidth to enter into these spaces within our community and have just as much success. But I think to your point, we got to keep up with the Joneses. We got to wait for the bandwagon. If somebody steps away and decides to move on their own, we're looking at them like, what's wrong with them? But we go over the fan base. This man is trying. (laughs) He's trying to put his people in a position to be, be able to monetize fairly off of their own content, but everybody's still moving towards and in no shade to Instagram, no shade to Facebook or any other TikTok and all that stuff. But I think it's important for us to really, to like let's support each other in a real way so Absolutely. I, I mean you know your your thoughts on you know i, I saw a post that you put up might have been a last week of the week before and you're like yeah instagram i hate this place like, yeah, what, so what prompted that it's just so trash I, um so right now i can't go live on instagram and why so whenever they flag you for something out i've been shadow banned for literally three to four years now like consistently shadow banned the only way you can pull up my page is if you type out my full name exactly you can it's mr underscore bank shot you can put mr underscore bank shot leave the t off until you type that t my page is not going to pop up if you're initially going to search my page for the like for the first time or sometime in a while you never put in your search box you have to spell out the full name like i just did the 85 south show podcast and they accidentally tagged the wrong page from going to type it in and not typing it out fully. Like it just won't pop up. I've lost like followers off the strength of being shadow banned because like my content is just not getting out there. I reached out mm-hmm. to people sometimes like people who I went to high school with, like, did I say something offensive? You know what I mean? Cause I do be kind of like, I don't be caring about what people say sometimes, but if it's somebody who I know, like, yeah. Hey, what did I say that kind of rode you the wrong way? And they'd be like, I didn't even know I unfollowed you. So I don't know. I used to have 600,000 followers in 2019. I'm down to like 529 now. And it's like, what? Yeah, no, this is facts. I've talked to plenty of content creators who've been experiencing the same thing where they just are slowly losing followers. And it's not a matter of, Instagram doing like a, a wipe of like ghost accounts, this, that, and the third. There's something behind the scene that we just don't know. But I don't think it should, it just don't make sense for me to consistently put out content that goes viral. Like it goes viral. And then on the back end though, it's just, it's not growing. It's just at a, like a, a standstill. Yeah. And the only reason why people won't go to fan base is because one, they don't know about it, which means that they don't want to do the research. Or two, maybe they got 5,000 followers on Instagram and don't want to go through trying to build up a new following yeah. on fan base. But if we all got up and left them with the fan base from Instagram and Facebook, fan base would then be the move. It'd be like, oh, we need to come over here. Like, yeah. You know, so when when he explained on the Breakfast Club interview, which he might even tapped and touched on it when he was on your podcast, but just about how Instagram and Facebook aren't going to allow you to freely be able to reach all these people, no matter how strong of a, a following that you have. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense for them financially. And when he broke Mm. that down, I was like, that makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. So what have you been, what is your relationship, your content creation and things of that sort been 
with that in mind with fan base, considering everything that's kind of happening with your page on Instagram, considering what fan base means and what Isaac Hayes III is adamant about making sure it does for content creators. Where do you stand with fan base right now? Um, I'm still one of those people that's struggling to get off the Instagram, Facebook platform. Um, nowadays, if you want to get booked for anything, they want to see your following. They want to yeah. see, you know, what's your reach? Cause we need to be able to sell tickets. And so we need to know what your demographics are, this thing, the third. I'm verified on fan base, which is like, yo, that's, hey, that's perfect. Not verified on Instagram, verified on Facebook. Facebook owns Instagram, but when I apply to get verified on Instagram, they just like, no. Nah. Um, hmm. The whole, oh, I forgot the whole live situation though. Whenever you get flagged for something, they didn't prevent you from being able to go live. And I think wow. I was on like a 30 day, like suspension day 28 i get a notification that they flagged something from a story post that i had up in 2018 this was last month so it's like are y'all just looking in the in the post that was in my story was like um it was some song that was out that everybody was just running into the ground and it was like mm -hmm. a mean character of him like cutting his ear off and it was like this is like uh showing people causing harm to themselves I'm like, from wow. four years ago, like y'all flagged me. So now it extended my can't go live period. You can't monetize, use the monetization uh, tools that we have on your right, Instagram. Badges and all that like, kind of stuff. All that. Can't use badges. Can't make money off reels. Can't, you know, do like the little bonuses that they be offering people. It just be a lot. Like it'd be a lot of just BS that goes into instagram so i don't even make content that much no more and all i've been posting is tng content that people send me they flood my dms with that stuff all the time and even in that caption i put i was like as a content creator you don't know how much we struggle trying to make content for you guys like mm -hmm. whenever we post a skit on instagram we don't get paid for that like we're just doing that to keep our name out there to make right, y'all right. laugh because something happened in, in the entertainment world and we just want to entertain you guys so we don't get paid for that so for them to kind of limit your reach is just like, well, what's the, what's the point? Like, what am I, what am I still over here for? And Hey guys, come, come to fan base. That's where I'm about to be at. Uh, <laughs> we kind of like what they got going on more over here. So yeah. it's like, all right, well then I'll stay over here. And then years later, it'll be, well, why don't you come over to fan base? I'm like, well, bro, like I was trying to get y'all to come over there. <laughs> you didn't want to come. <laughs> you didn't want to come when I said somebody, but now it's like, but I, I I don't think I will. Uh, eventually, I say I say by like April, I will no longer be posting content on my Instagram. I will like post, hey, if you want to watch this video, Go to come to fan base. You know what wow. I mean? Like just because there's no there's no other point. And when you're on Instagram you're on Instagram. You know what I mean? You don't want to click a YouTube link and go to YouTube for a second, or you don't want to go yeah. to Facebook. You want to be on Instagram and just scroll until you're done scrolling. So it's hard to get people off of one platform over to another, but you know, all I can do is just, just keep, you know, just, you know, just promoting it, putting it out there. And, and hopefully people will realize that it's the same thing. It just yeah. benefits yeah. us. So what about TikTok? Do you have the same approach to that? Are you going to stay doing TikToks? TikTok, it just like it just goes like crazy viral over there. Like I barely post. I post a lot of old videos on there and like they just do they just do numbers. Like it just it just goes. It's the it's the fastest way to go viral right now. Just put something on TikTok and I don't ever follow the trends. Like if it's a dancing 
you know, little trend going on. I'm not, I'm not dancing. I'm just trying to set the trends. Like I just want to put stuff out there so other people can use. And, and you know, that's just satisfying enough for me. Cause like the times are changing. Like, I feel like, you know, I'm 33. So I feel like how, like when, when parents found out that the internet was a thing and like, you know, we was hip to it, but they didn't know what was going on. That's how I feel right now. Like I got to do what? Like somebody has said, like, even like for the, like with TikTok, you want someone to go viral on TikTok, you have to use the features. Like you can't record something personally off your phone or on a camera and then upload it. They want you to use the the, the features and the filters and the songs and the little uh, lady voiceover. They want you to use all that because then that would allow you to, you know, get your stuff out there. And then they have like the TikTok creator fund where you can make money off your videos. But once you sign up for that, they stop really trying to put your stuff out there. Because mm-hmm, they don't want to give you a whole bunch of money. Makes sense. They don't want to give you no money. You know what I mean? <laughs> They don't want to give you no money, but they they want to, they just want you to keep putting content on their platform for it to get out there. But then they don't want to give you credit for it. Like mm. I get flagged over there too. And I'm like, yo, let me just stop really posting. Like it's I don't. There's red flags everywhere. It's just it's red flag. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the red flag, but I don't <laughs> want to, I don't want to stop talking about things that I think is funny. Like it just be, I don't know. It just be funny to me. And maybe I'm just non-empathetic to the times, but I, don't care like I'm, so, I'm sorry like i don't care because i don't mean nothing by it like i don't I, and i don't want to be the, the the guy that just oh let me just talk about black people all the time mm. and how black people can't do this or black people are like this like why can't we talk about everybody how you want to be equal but you don't want to be equal mm. come on man that and 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 i want to make sure that you get a chance to to say this on air because there may be people that are saying oh you know, he's homophobic and, you know, he just said he doesn't care and all that kind of stuff. Anything in that respect that you want people to know, understand, or that you want to clear up? I have members in my family member who are, who are gay. And, you know, I joke with them. I think your experiences kind of determine how you go about, you know, life. So Mm -hmm. if I look at it like, well, I can joke with, you know, my my gay cousin about gay stuff then and she takes it and laughs with it or she'll crack back then you know the, the world should or you know if I have friends or even of that and I'll send them something to see like is this too much I'm like no mm-hmm. this is funny like bro go ahead I love everybody like I that my job is just to make everybody just laugh you know what I mean so I don't I I I, I guess I can understand how you can I, actually, I don't. I don't understand how people can even say that. I mean, it's just it's just content, but I don't. It just seems like that's the content that just sticks out to everybody else. Because mm-hmm. I can sneak in a, 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 you know, a drug dealing joke. You know what I mean? That pertains to how black people, you know, sell drugs to one another, and that's okay. But if it's a gay drug dealer, now it's like, oh no, you just really violated. You just really just disrespected. But it's like that's that's not the case you know i love i love everybody i don't have no beef with nobody i just we got to get back to a point where we can just be able to talk about things if the dave Chappelle show came out two months ago he would be canceled but you know it came out 10 years ago and it's iconic you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. yo this is crazy like i went back and watched it on netflix i'm like Yo, he said that like, he was doing this. Yeah, like, yeah, he was a black white supremacist. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, are you serious? Like, oh yeah, like it's 
but it goes back to having the courage to confront the uncomfortable, which is what you're doing. And I know you said before, you know, I, don't, I you know, I don't care. I'm just doing, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I think is, is funny. I'm doing what I think people are going to enjoy. But you, there's a part of you that does care because you just said I call my relatives. I call my friends who are part of the of the LGBTQ community. I'm not just out here putting out stuff without considering people's feelings. So I do agree with you. I think, yo, comedy is just that space where it's open season. And if we start to try to over censor everything in that space in particular, what are we left with? So I do think there's a space where some things are inappropriate. Yes. And that's across the board. That could be a journalist saying something that's inappropriate. That could be a line in a movie that's inappropriate. There could be a comedic line that's inappropriate. But I think it's important for us to have conversations like this because it does determine like, okay, where do we draw the line? Are we over? Are we being hypersensitive in some spaces? Are we overreacting? Are we really listening or taking in what we're seeing or are we coming in already prepared to be offended? And so that's why I thought it was important that we talk about it because it's like, okay, are you really watching this? Are you really trying to have a good time? Well, I, didn't, I didn't start asking people that though until everybody else made it that it was an issue. Like it wasn't like off rip. I was like, hey, is this too like offensive? Is this too crazy? It was just, I'm just going to put it out there. And um you know, once people started making it seem like it was an issue, like I, I did uh, a Jussie Smollett parody to, you know, because he said he was the, the gay Tupac. He did so say that. Two, he did say that. So I took a whole Tupac song as if I was Jussie Smollett and, and just made a parody about the, everything that he went through. Now, Jussie Smollett is openly gay. Mm-hmm. So when it was that, oh, it was fine. Like, it's everywhere. Like 50 Cent is posting it. Uh, you know who Randy Orton is? No, I don't know who Randy Orton is. It's uh, he, he's, he's a he's a wrestler of the white descent. Got he it. even posted it. Like, I'm like, yo, this is like, this is crazy. Like, like, that's not even that's it was just off the chain, like the amount of reach that it had. But it was like, OK, there was no backlash to it. It was just like you're making fun of a gay black dude. But when it's just general. Then that's when people have like a problem with it. So mm, that's an interesting point. That's an interesting point because even in your videos, you know, the N word is said, and some, you know, a lot of people think that this just related to black people. But oh no, it, we, just... it, it doesn't matter. It, it, your videos, it's like, hey, if it applies, it applies. It could it be applies. white, black, Mexican, Chinese. If you guys, you guys have to see his page to understand what I'm talking about. But he's not yeah. just showing a bunch of black folks. Doing oh, different yeah. things, oh, no, and no. was that a conscious choice for you to say, "Hey, if it fits the bill, I don't care who it is, I'm gonna post." Oh no, absolutely. If it, yeah, no, if it fits, and it, like if you see the content, a lot of it is just like funny stuff. It's guys at hibachi tables catching the water in their mouth or eating a hot dog randomly, or even have. It was a guy at the Foot Locker putting the pants. <laughs> Putting the, the pants, pants on, on a mannequin. mannequin. It's like it's just stuff like it was a construction worker who you know put a tool. He didn't use his pocket. He just kind of tucked it between his legs. It's just it's a lot of silly stuff. But you know, people people haven't listened to the song. All they hear is that little ten second clip, and and that's what they're making their judgment off of. Like it's it's just telling women to be careful about who you select because all you want to do is be in love, but. You want that love so bad. Sometimes you're blind to things that should mm-hmm. stick out to you. That's it. Is that's your a, sister still married? Because we talked no, about no, 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 no. They they not married. I don't know if she. 
she's heard the song. She's definitely heard the song. I don't know if she heard the song in its entirety, though, but I'm assuming she has because she always likes and comments on my stuff, but um, she ain't saying nothing to me about it. So I, I, You I don't, don't bring it up. No, no, I don't, I don't bring that up. I don't bring that up. You know, she wants to talk about it, we can talk about it, though. But, you know, she has a boyfriend now, and he's, you know, not suspected of anything, so. <laughs> you like him? He's, he's a cool guy? You think he go, You think he could possibly be husband number two? Uh, well, this, that would be husband number three, but that's another story. Oh. But you know, <laughs> sister, please, we we please don't get upset. We please, just we, we just, at, we just talking. Just make do, the next do one. Do you, sis? Do your oh, thing because oh, I love oh, love. It's a good time. We all got to try. Love. We all got to shoot our shot. We love love, but look, we're not about to keep having weddings, and I gotta be in them and pay for my tuxedos. Like you know, like you gotta buy it for us because I'm not. Uh uh-uh. uh, no no no. I want her to be happy though, so. If you, if you watch this, be happy, sis. We love you. <laughs> That's the most important thing. I mean, Nick, you've got so many things going on. We'll talk a little bit about them before we head on out of here. You got your podcast. You're still creating amazing content that goes well beyond um, the TNG movement, as we talked about. So what are some of the things that are coming up for you that people can be on the lookout for and also just support you in? Yeah, so um, I have a, a, a comedy mixtape that I'm working on. It's not like your standard comedian comedy mixtape where it's like jokes. It's like it's a parody album. So um, I've been working with that, trying to do the thing necessary to get certain clearances on certain you know songs. It'll be some original songs on there as well. Still all funny, you know. What I mean, I thought I thought about dabbling into like making like a you know maybe like a hip hop song every now and then, but. I don't think people will take me serious. So we'll keep it strictly comedy right now. Um, I, I, I'm real big on on Twitch now, not necessarily my following, but that's where I put a lot of time and energy to. Um, it's a it's a it's a streaming platform. So even if you know you wanted to do a live, you know, joint, um, you could do that on there. You could um a lot of people use it for video games. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people use like, you know, podcasts or it's a lady on there who does like, you know, cooking with Kelly or whatever. She'll show you recipes. So however you want to stream on there, you can stream. They uh, charge $4.99. It's a recurring monthly subscription to it. Um, you know, I'm able to like, let's say if I have a, a video that I'm about to drop, you know, if you're on my Twitch, I can drop it early on Twitch so you can get full, you know, access to it first. Or if I got merch, you know, so it's, it's it, it needs to transition now for people you know, if I have half a million followers on Instagram, I would like to get 25,000 of those people who are going to actually support and pay for content in a sense, because, you know, this is how I make my living. Um, and, you know, the longer I keep doing it for free, the more I guess like saturated and watered down it becomes. So we have that um, currently doing um, an Ohio tour with uh, Darren Big Baby Brand for Wild and Out. So we did Cleveland, Columbus. We have... Um, Dayton, Ohio, and Toledo, Ohio, coming up in April. Um, I do a lot of college shows as well. That's um, you know, big time right now. It's kind of eh, iffy because yeah, of, of COVID, and, yeah. And, yeah, and all that stuff going on. But um, yeah, it's just it's just crazy how everything just played out. Like I didn't, I didn't know anything about like Greek life, even like growing up. Like nobody in my family was Greek, none of that. Mm. I just I went to a small D three school to play college. And then I am going to the military to help pay for college. And I transferred to a school, uh, Ohio University. Wow. And I wow. pledged and I didn't even, you know, know nothing of it. I just, you know, I did it. It was, it was dope. The brotherhood was dope. But then I started getting booked to host step shows because I was affiliated. I knew the terminology. So it just kind of all just, it just kind of all made sense. So, you know, I still do the step show stuff. Greek life is very sensitive too. Um, yeah. 
you know, the stereotypical jokes that people make all the time. You can't even, you can't even say no more. You can't joke about it no more because everybody's just, you know, sensitive. So. Do you feel you know, handcuffed I, creatively at all? What? The, like, you have to walk on eggshells. I don't even really do great content no more because of just the 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 backlash that it receives now i do get that you know sometimes i might take it over the edge but <laughs> it's just like i talk about everybody and it's like in my school it was just alphas and kappas who was like the top dogs and we would always like have friendly competition like it wasn't where we was fighting each other every day this and the third so my drive to kind of give the kappas a little more like when i come to my content it just comes from that it's not where I just, oh, yeah. You out for just, blood just because you woke up yeah, this morning. No, and it's, just, it's a reason behind everything. Like, it's a reason behind everything. So, you know. But, yeah, other than that, um, you know, people can, they can they can check on me with everything I got going on. You know, uh, I got a website, you know, mrbankshot.com. I keep it up to date as far as, you know, gigs and, and what I got going on. So, if you're looking for me, I'm going to fan base soon. Twitch is where I'm at right now. And I like Twitch a lot because it's live and you can interact with people live. And, yeah. You know, it's just it's just a different realm. So IG might be loot. Look, let me tell y'all something. You, I'm just gonna be the first I'm telling y'all right now. I'm Nick telling you, I'm the first of around April. You might not be seeing too much more from his Instagram page. Are you on fan base? I am not, but I need to get on fan base. They even have it, they have it to where when you sign up for your fan base, they'll give you like a link. And then you'll post that link on your Instagram and they'll take all your posts from Instagram and automatically upload them to your really? fan base for you. That's my, okay, that's my project. Before the end of first quarter, so that's the end of March, before the end of March, I'm going to get on fan base because it's a, it's a good place to also put podcast content and that was something that Isaac was telling me about. I mean, I know it's there and it is it is a much better way to monetize in many respects. Versus just, hey, I'm on the stream on this platform and yeah. here you go, guys. Not going to get go. anything for it. You probably will see it and yeah, say that's nice. But what what happens after that? So, right. yeah. Okay, I, I accept I accept the challenge, Nick. And for people, I, I want to make sure that before you exit IG or, or limit your time there, that they can still find you. Oh, so yeah, absolutely. How do they find you on Instagram? You got to type in the full name, M-R underscore B-A-N-K-S-H-O-T. That's on Instagram. Make sure you type the whole thing out. Um, you know, I'm on YouTube, same handle. TikTok is I am Mr. Bankshot. Facebook is Mr. Underscore Bankshot. I'm I'm everywhere. You just type in Mr. Bankshot somewhere and it's gonna pop up. So I'm I'm everywhere. I'll still be active on Instagram. I'm just going to take my content elsewhere. So where where it can get you know the recognition it deserves and and you know be able to make some some legit money off of it. So I'm not mad at that, Nick. I want to thank you for the time. I, I think you're great. Thank I, you, so you know, much. I am uh, always trying to support as many black content creators as I possibly can. Um, there's a lot of us out here. There's a lot of us out here working hard and um, breaking down walls all the time, fighting to, to jump over hurdles all the time. You're one of those people. And um, I applaud you for stepping out, you know, in a space where a lot of people would be scared to tread those waters. You say, hey, I think I got something over here. I'm going to do that. So I applaud you. Thank you for just being transparent. And um, I'm going to keep supporting you. And I'll see you on fan base. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what your username going to be. I, I got a feeling it's going to be something 
Creative. Oh, now I gotta be creative. You gotta be creative. I'll All throw right. a couple. I'll, I'll throw a couple ideas at you. Yeah, send me some names. I'll give you credit. I promise. I'll, I'll attribute because I don't know. I'm just gonna do Sheree Nicole like normal. So you gotta, you gotta help me out. I guess you can't keep it universal. That's not a bad one. Okay, keep that. <laughs> keep that. Thanks so much for listening. This is Just a Thought, hosted and produced by yours truly, Sheree Nicole. Just a Thought is now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio.com. And make sure you subscribe, share, download, and rate this podcast if you love what you've heard. You can follow the Just a Thought podcast on Instagram at Just a Thought Show and on Twitter at Just a Thought Win. That's W-I-N. You can also follow me, Sheree Nicole, on Instagram and Twitter on the same handle, Sheree underscore Nicole. S-H-A-R-I underscore N-Y-C-O-L-E. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter.